0: Oh, oh, My name's Kia and Flo is gone on some, I got to visit my family things, I guess. So I'll forgive her this time. I feel like she just left. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) She just (laughs) left for like holidays and now they need her again and it's just, it's getting out of hand. So we're going to have to have a talk, but until then, uh, and if your mom hears this, I'm just kidding. So, don't kill me. (laughs) Look. (laughs) I'm not. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I'm Kia and Flo's Gone and this is Melanin in Medicine and um we're also having very very special guests today uh it is two guests and they have an amazing podcast that they talk real life stuff and i'm so excited because we this first of all hitting our max for guests right now because we've never had two guests at once so thriving if if i may (laughs) say myself um but go ahead and introduce yourself ladies
1: so i'm justice Brooks. i'm kyla and we are the extra regular podcast. It's just, it just happens
0: naturally when you have the melanin medicine flow. Like, <laughs> it's so great. Um, and so tell them, if you can, just things about yourself in general, you know. So, like, what do you do? or like... Wow. You want to go first, friend? Okay. Go? Oh, okay. So
1: I'm
2: Kyla. Beautiful. Um, I work in the mental health field. Um, I have been. Seven years. Mm -hmm. Um (laughs) yes, I have a degree in psychology. So just really working with individuals on building their mental health.
0: That's important. And then for you.
1: It's very important. I am justice. I work in the education field and human service field where I've worked forever. Um, and right now I work in higher education and I work
0: with students in wellness and all that good stuff. Nice. And so I forgot to mention this last week, but I wanted to do like a mindfulness march kind of thing. And so since we're looking at like applications, you know, it's really easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle and all that and overwhelmed. And so it's really important for you to have a routine mindfulness kind of activities and things like that so that you're consistently considering your overall well-being because if you're not your best self you're not going to tell people about yourself really well so awesome, um yeah you gotta you gotta really pay attention to that but uh with that we're gonna dive into our le- episode so real quick i'll just mention our elders elevation this week it is um though we tremble before uncertain f- futures may we meet illness death and adversity With strength and may we dance in the face of fear. And this is said by Miss Gloria Anzaldua. And so this was nice because number one, it's a Latina woman, and shout out to them because they don't get enough representation in medicine either. Um, And a lot of our listeners have mentioned, you know, I'm a Latina woman and I just really, you know, feel welcomed by this podcast. So, yes, we hear y'all and we say hey. And um, yeah, I really like this because the application process, it's really easy to basically compare yourself to everybody else and get down. Um, You see all these different applicants who have 4.0s and 528s on MCATs and they've been volunteering their whole life and then they served in the church and went to Africa and like fed kids with spoons by themselves and so you can get overwhelmed and you can feel down but know that your journey is specific for you and even when you look at somebody else and be like yikes they have everything about themselves they could be looking at you thinking the same thing so you never know you know the comparison process it can be terrifying the whole application process is terrifying so just don't be down uh so thank you miss gloria and uh mahoney messages we have none don't be surprised so um if you want to email us at melanin and medicine02 at gmail.com we would love to see a mahoney messages i'm still buzzing from our one last week so i'm fine um and then with that segment we have our interview question. so our interview question this week is what kind of medical schools are you applying to and why so I didn't realize when I said y'all can answer the question. Y'all not. Fine <laughs> but not um, you, guys <laughs> you guys have gone to professional schools. You guys have gone to professional schools. You've gone to graduate programs. Mm-hmm. So part of the thing, when people ask you this question, I feel like you almost feel like you're cheating on the school that's asking you this. Like mm-hmm. a school asked me this when I was in an interview and I was like, um, I'm not, not nobody I'm not looking at nobody else you know and so um with that you know you have to kind of zoom out and be realistic because they know you're not only applying to their school so um some characteristics that I try to highlight with myself was schools that are looking at service schools that are working with community um one-on-one schools that have clinics and things like that so more so if you want to chime in um what things were you looking for when you were applying to your graduate programs <laughs> Got it
2: <laughs> so I worked at the time I was working for a school. it was free,
0: mm-hmm. so. I mean, but that's even something too like great financial resources that is specific right. to the school
2: mm-hmm. right and, I mean, there were different programs but I picked something I felt like um there was no psychology, but it matched in a sense it was performance improvement organizational development, so it's a piece in the business side that we don't look at mm-hmm. that focuses a lot on um how Different people mesh in how they become successful within the organization. Oh, that's nice. It gave me that psychology piece without the doctor side of psychology. So, Mm -hmm. that's why I picked
0: that. That's good. So, would you say, like, specificity in that case? Yeah.
2: That, cost, cost, and cost, cost. Sounds good. (laughs) I can identify. (laughs)
1: Same. Uh, (laughs) I worked at the institution, and um, actually, I had been thinking about going back to grad school for a while uh, we were out of undergrad for four years before I went back to school and I was praying and I said Lord the only way I'm gonna go back to school is if you find some way to pay for it I know that's I right have it. And start so, with the
0: most important <laughs>
1: yeah, And so I uh, ended up getting a job at one of our local universities and That was it. Like, I knew I wanted to go into higher education so I could focus on um, kind of getting our inner city schools a little bit more because what I noticed in this specific institution is that we don't recruit from a lot of our (laughs) local schools. Very true. And so um, I wanted to kind of get in there and see why and all of that. So it was more of that for me. That is magic.
0: That is so nice. That's so nice. Um, Yeah, so, nice. Okay, that was a very successful interview question. (laughs) Um, So we're going to jump into our stepping stones. And so, um, guys, I know I was really excited for uh, my little one episode of Sound Bites, and now it's like the Sound Bites don't even work. Because I didn't want to pay for the app. So (laughs) we'll see if we get soundbags again. (laughs) If we do, just know I had a payday. So, (laughs) Um, But stepping stone. So first stepping stone of the day is going to be disadvantage statements. And so real quick, um, I'll tell you guys. Basically, the disadvantage statement is a portion of the application where you basically say why you consider yourself a disadvantaged applicant. I'll start with this is not a sob story. This is not... Woe is me, the world hates me, and I couldn't get up from whatever knocked me down kind of thing. You wanna be honest, be straightforward, state objective facts about yourself, and don't be defensive. So I'll kind of line out, you know, what that really means, but um it to start just blatantly, it's only thirteen hundred thirteen hundred and twenty-five characters. Um and so that includes spaces, periods, all that. And uh you would basically just say, you know, why you consider yourself a disadvantaged applicant. If you feel like, you know, I didn't really have any hardships or anything, kind of reflect on your life. Uh, this might be the time for you to tell other people it, that you're close to, just be like, you know, these are some events that I kind of would consider, you know, disadvantage-ish um, and see what they say because you might think, you know, whatever you went through, whatever you survived through wasn't that bad. But from somebody else's perspective, they'd be like, oh, yikes! Yeah, I would definitely hold you back, you know, and a lot of people don't live their lives thinking, wow, I'm so disadvantaged. So you would have to kind of think about it from a different perspective when you are looking at yourself. And so um, although you might not think you have something disadvantaged, you know, it might be. And so I know it sounds like I'm encouraging, encouraging people to just like basically complain about their life, but that's not the case. So you have to realize going to medical school, you need to be humble. You need to be able to admit times where you face adversity um, and kind of look at how you came back from those instances. And I think so many medical schools encourage this type of self-reflection because they know you're going to have a hard time in medical school if you've never faced adversity. And so with that, they want to know If you are to face a hardship, if you are to have a hard time or struggle, how can you rebuild from that? How can you, you know, if your foundation is broken, how will you repair it? and um i would think with any physician i would want them to be able to kind of have a rebuttal about themselves you know if they have a patient that's really complicated that they're close to that they lose i would want them to be able to rebuild from that occurrence so it makes sense um but you know in the grand scheme of thing when you're starting off you really don't understand why they want to know why you had a hard time um and so i would encourage anybody to do the disadvantage statement i don't think it's just for minorities i think it's for anybody who thinks they had a hard time or something um so this would be the time where you kind of explain any um obstacles that you had in undergrad this would be the time where you focus on financial differences or um homeless you know if you were ever homeless at at one point in your educational journey um not even so severe as homeless but if you just didn't have a job if you uh couldn't obtain resources the way your classmates could or time you know time makes you disadvantaged as well if you were juggling family needs, um and mental needs or social needs, things like that, and you weren't able to dedicate as much time to your studies, that also means, you know, you were disadvantaged. So a lot of people feel like if they aren't a minority or if they aren't um financially struggling or anything like that, they aren't disadvantaged. But there's many things that can hold you back from obtaining resources. So, um, with that
1: Can I jump in on that? Oh, y'all hop.
2: I'm just
0: I need to breathe please.
1: So um being on the other side of that and being an interviewer for medical schools um now all the time it's just something that I do every now and then they need help when I step in just have a lunch break y'all need a question. You need somebody to sit here. Exactly. Um Another reason that is important is, yes, they want to see what you have been through, but they also want to be able to know that you will be able to empathize and sympathize with your patient. That's good. So that's something that um, our interview process, there are multiple questions um, stated in different ways that touch on that specifically Mm -hmm. because the worst thing you can do is get a doctor who is so smart and they know everything about medicine or whatever their specialty is, but they have terrible patient care.
0: Oh man. That's like the majority of the process.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. How you going to deliver? Right. So just because, you know, People think, oh, I got this on my MCAT or I did. You can be as smart as you want to be, but if you don't have the customer service and the empathy and the the sympathy to care about people, then you know, honestly, you may want to rethink your profession. That's
0: real, that's real. And the whole job is dealing with people's lives, right? Like lives, and a lot of jobs may have an indirect way of affecting people's lives, but this is like the most personal way you can. Yeah, and you want to make
1: sure you. that you're relatable too Mm -hmm. because nothing's like having a again nothing's like having a physician who is a a physician and is very airy about it and you know they come in and they they feel like they're you feel like they think that they're better than you or you Mm -hmm. know things like that yeah it really as a patient that's not somebody that you want to interact with either right so it is important to for you to be very honest about that question in, in the interview because that, those are the kinds of things that they're looking
0: for. Nice, that was so helpful. That's good. We're probably going to have you on our um, interview section too <laughs> because, yeah, that's actually really useful. <laughs> but that's further down the road. We
1: got time. Okay. But did you have anything else just to add? tell me.
2: Um, Just on a, a different side, so if you're having a hard time coming up with something, I think a lot of times the mental piece, you did mention that, but that gets put to the side burner. No one thinks of that as mm-hmm. a um, disadvantage or having to be resilient in those situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you're applying for this, I imagine that it's stressful. Ah. I imagine that <laughs> you know you're going through a lot of things mentally. So being able to express that on paper and how you were able to bounce back and how you were able to be adversity. Um, can show
0: a lot about who you are as a person your personality and how you are able to perform well in the helping field. For sure, for sure. That's good. I uh, I definitely just want to highlight too, when you close your disadvantage statement, make sure to say how you've like you said, overcome that adversity how you were resilient because if you just list out all the things that you weren't, wow, I am witnessing real friendship. I just need like <laughs> Man, I am getting my life. <laughs> this is so great. I'm glad it still exists. Like, <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just between me and my friends. not I'd be like, we babe. But, you know, we'll see it in public. But, um, yes, make sure to close your disadvantage statement with a positive. You know, you don't want to list out all the reasons, I mean, to be blunt, why your life sucked, but then, like, just close on. And then that was the end. You know what I mean? Like, make sure to close everything with one. This is how... Um, This is how I overcame it. And two, this is how it'll make me be a great physician. And so I was very proud of myself because at the end of my disadvantage statement, and I actually got this from another disadvantage statement I just saw online. um, They closed it with like, although these things may have like made me disadvantaged academically, like I still thrived overall. You know what I mean? Like I am not a disadvantaged person. I just face adversity. You know what I mean? And so you haven't lived life if you never face adversity. So... It's hard. It's amazing for people to be like, "Well, I don't think I'm disadvantaged." Well, consider, think of, yeah, <laughs> you could be anything. <laughs> Dig deep or not, because you'll find it. So, yeah, and uh, definitely, and it's an option too. So you don't have to say you're disadvantaged at all. Some people, it, it's a question that says, "Do you consider yourself a disadvantaged applicant?" You can say yes or no. So if you say no, you know you miss out on an opportunity to explain another aspect of your life. And so if this is How a is money too oh definitely some money so if you um if you think like oh well I wasn't disadvantaged so I'm just gonna skip that part or if you're just sick of typing about yourself because that is real by the time you get to this application then uh you know that's one thing but secondaries are gonna ask the same things like they're gonna uh one of the schools that I applied to in particular I think it was Howard they literally asked so why do you feel like you're a disadvantaged applicant and it was like. I just said you know I just put this in my application but they want to know for real like do you feel like a disadvantaged applicant and if you do tell us why and I think that means the school is really trying to get to know you Um, and you should give them every tool that or every piece of you that you can provide Um, because at the end of the day you're painting a picture they don't know who this is you know on the other side of this paper Um, and you want to give them the best description of you that you can so that was that stepping stone now we're gonna hop into uh, our guests Forte, I guess, your guys' niche. <laughs> um, and that's mental health and wellness. So um, th- you guys had some questions for me. So, yeah, you guys get to know about me some more. Hopefully I don't mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you still like me, the end.
1: <laughs> so um, I did send you... The questions that I was gonna ask, but then I thought mm-hmm. of like two
0: more. So whatever. I ramble, so um, stop me if you need me to. Okay, I will. <laughs> <laughs> and close. Next question.
1: <laughs> so tell tell us a little bit about yourself. Let our listeners know a little bit about you. Cool. Minus. Is- the medicine, right? Minus the school. We want to know about minus the school. Minus the school. I've been in school all my life, y'all. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. so, Right. Minus
0: that. Well, I'm from. I'll just be completely frank. So I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Um, I was born in Kansas City, Kansas, but I've become more than um, you know, what life <laughs> has placed me with. And so, <laughs> no shade to Kansas City, Kansas. I'm just petty. So, um, yes, grew up in Kansas City, Missouri. I um was raised partly by a single mother, partly by uh, my mom and my stepdad, so that was nice. Um, and I have an older brother who is my half brother, and then I have my stepbrother. So and I don't know I mean, to be completely blunt, like I don't consider my brother my half brother. Yeah, I think it's like yeah. right. Certain demographics do that. So yeah. I don't. Um <laughs> but yeah, so youngest girl, um, I am a Capricorn, which I think says a lot about me. And um I'm 25, so I'm pretty naive when it comes to life, and <laughs> I'm getting the I'm getting the part of life where you face with reality and it sucks. Uh, I work a full time job now, and it's painful. Welcome. And <laughs> welcome, and I had a part time job, so it's hard. But um, yeah, so that's me. Um, do you want to know like what what else about like, me? What do you do for fun? So I'm I'm a nerd. I do bullet journaling. Uh, I don't know okay. if you guys saw this. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like a sketchbook, and you like write out your planner. Yep. Um, and I get really into it. I actually have like a ridiculous amount of pens that I use for this. Mm-hmm. And we were flying once, and my friend saw my pen collection. She was like, "Girl, what is this? You have like a duffel bag of pens." And I was like, "Don't judge me. Can we still be friends?" Um, They're but all I'm,
1: important. They are.
0: They are. <laughs> and um, yes. Yeah, so. Bullet journaling, um, I crochet. Um I love
1: crochet.
0: Like, like the old lady crochet. Yeah. You know um, gotta be
1: specific nowadays.
0: You do. You <laughs> definitely do, because when I go to my YouTube videos and I find everybody with these beautiful hair like wigs and things i will be like, Wow, that is so nice, but I'm looking for the yarn <laughs> and the blankets. But um yes, I actually went through a phase where I crocheted a lot. So I made like shorts, swimsuits, um, I made, like, a bunch of hats, and I had to give them away, because yeah. I was like, I don't need all these hats. Um, and then my hair. I don't wear hats half the time anyway. Yeah. But, yes, crochet. I love to read. Um, yeah, I like reading, like, self-help books. This year I've been reading a lot of, like, just becoming of self kind of books. I was really excited for Michelle Obama's book. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, like, saving that until I finish this list of books that I have already. Okay. So I'm like, that's, that's the meat and potatoes. So. Okay. Um, and then what else? I read... I really don't watch TV much, so... I'm not even going to put that on the list, but I, I love reading. So.
1: What, were the, what was the last three books
0: that you read? Oh, yeah, all three. Jesus <laughs> so,
1: You said you loved to read, and said, you had this Give
0: list. me ten. Well, <laughs> uh, so, the last... Oh, so, my favorite was Just Listen by Shorn Scott. Okay. And uh, he has a Just Listen 2, and so that was, I guess you'd consider that the second. But it was... It's. It's like a... He's a motivational speaker. Um, mm-hmm. He talks mainly about, like, relationships and things like that. And I went through, like, a crappy, you know, situationship at one point. So it was really helpful because it kind of took the blame. You know how you blame yourself for yeah. things like that. Yeah. Wow, this is too transparent for my podcast, but I'm going to give it up. <laughs> so <laughs> so um, you blame yourself for things that you can't really answer. And so reading his books kind of helped me realize that, you know, the issue didn't lie with just me. You know, you have to take responsibility for Boy, things that don't go mean? right. Yeah. But um, I definitely appreciated, you know, just realizing that some people just have demons that they can't battle with somebody else in the way. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate that. You know, closure. Yes. Um, anyway. Another book that I read. This is so crazy. Um, Judge This Cover by Brittany. Uh, Brit- she's an Instagram girl. So. Do it? It be. I don't know what her last name is. Her name is Bundles of Brittany on Instagram. And she's, she's <laughs> a, like, by the books Instagram Judge girl cover yeah she's like naked it was hilarious because i was reading the book on a plane of course and she's naked in the cover and i'm like so self-conscious i'm literally like i have the book in between like my blanket and like my book bag and then like i get on the plane and of course like the book falls out and it's like on the aisle and this like mom is across from me and this kid is like i'm just like look at that book jesus i was like can i just melt into the seat right now it was so bad so but it's a really good book. It's, um, she's, basically, there was a bunch of rumors going around that she was with all these you know, hip-hop and mm-hmm. basketball people. And so she just kind of set the story straight, and she just gave her narrative. And it was nice because it was kind of like taking control of the situation. Yeah. Um, it was another woman who was misunderstood, mm-hmm. and I felt like I could identify with it at the time. Um, and so she was just constantly giving too much of herself Um, as far as emotions go, and and investing in the wrong people. And I had to realize, too, like, sometimes you just invest in the wrong people. And that's why you have an overflow. You have investments financially that you invest in the wrong thing. And that's when you have to realize, like, this isn't conducive for me. And that's, you know, by doing the wrong thing, you learn over and over when to stop, basically. So um yeah it's just a lot of I've taken this year like because you know medical school is a year process anyway Mm -hmm. so I haven't had anything to do so (laughs) self-reflection has been like my big thing this year that's good
1: though so yeah that's good okay um what was my other question so what did you want to be when you were growing up
0: when I was growing up so I had three things that I wanted to be okay. I either wanted to be an actress
1: okay
0: uh, Raven Simone really
1: come on Raven
0: I could before we gave her up uh, <laughs> before we passed her to the others I um I really just wanted to be an actress I loved being like boisterous I was very vibrant and like all my friends were like oh my goodness you can be an actress so I was like okay uh, for a second yeah, okay. right side note for a second like half a second I wanted to sing and then one time my mom I don't want her to feel bad about this but one time I was in the car I was singing and she was like oh girl <laughs> And your girl stopped singing in public since oh, then. No. That was a fresh Some seven.
1: karaoke for you?
0: Nah. Not no. unless, you know, I'm a little inebriated. <laughs> okay. But
1: Vibations.
0: Right. Um, so acting. And then I wanted to be uh, a lawyer at one point. Mm-hmm. And so for a while, I wanted to do, like, either law, like law or medicine. And I was like, okay, I really like, you know, law and, like, debates and things like that. Mm-hmm. I did debate in high school. And then, um... I really like the aspect of medicine, but you know, everybody has this like ambiguous idea that being a doctor is one hard and expensive. That's it. And so I was like, well, those are not positives. So I was like considering both. And then like what the main driving factor that split me to medicine was, um, I wanted to, I knew I wanted to help people. And so I just didn't want a job that entailed by helping someone. I'm also hurting someone. And so with law, like, even if, like I consider it justified you know I I feel like you get what you deserve if I were to get what I deserved it wouldn't be you know what I mean like I'm not the person to say what anybody deserves because I don't get what I deserve you know according to the good book Mm -hmm. so with that I was just like well I would rather save as many people as I could regardless of what they've done so yeah that's why I want to
1: Yep, you just answered my next question. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's, yeah, it's
0: fine. Okay. Um. I, I'll say I decided that when I was like a sophomore in high school. So, okay,
1: very yeah.
0: early on, right? I mean, but it was also Me, well, like
1: uh, I had a bunch of degrees, and
0: I still don't know what I want to do.
1: Oh, yikes, yeah, that's okay.
0: Yeah. It is, I'm fine with it. It's them. a marathon, not a race,
1: <laughs> with that. it'll come when it comes. Yeah, um, so. Going through all of that, what made you want to start a
0: podcast about about medicine, medical medicine. process? Yeah. So with that, um, and we talk about this all the time, and I love talking about it. So it was just me going through this medical school process. A lot of it was me Googling. You know, half the time, I didn't know when to take... First of all, I didn't know what the MCAT was. And I was in college. Oh, nice. um, I didn't know what people majored in. So I Googled, like, what do people major in mm-hmm. for being a doctor? Um, and so each step, literally each step, it just seemed like it was like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do this. And I found out about step one, two, all that. I found out about that probably like senior year of college. So like, I didn't know most of what was ahead of me. Yeah. And I feel like you can't really make an educated decision if you don't know all the details of it. Yes. And, um, when it comes to your future, you know, you don't want to get in knee deep and then be like, what, there's more. <laughs> so what I didn't realize was a lot of the minute, minute kind of steps. And so after I sent my secondaries and my primaries, like, because I did a post program last year. And so I was like, you know, it would be nice to have like a mentor. You know, I had a mentor in the post program and I had mentors here and there in undergrad, but like a consistent mentorship. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And I feel like I'd like not to... Well, we're just going to talk about race. Um, Mm -hmm. White people have that. You know what I mean? Like, they have representation in these areas, one. But they also have somebody that they can go to and be like, this is what I want to do more frequently. This is what I want to do. This is my plan. You know, how can I get there? And we see in the white community, you know, their parents, if they can't give you the answers, they'll find someone that can. Mm -hmm. Whereas... In minority settings, it's harder. You know what I mean? They're like, well, you can do anything you put your mind to. The encouragement is there, but the resources aren't. And so if I can just, you know in my mind, I feel like mainly the only way you improve your community is by reaching back and doing what you can. And so, although I haven't accomplished plenty of anything, like I got a biology degree, I got into med school, praise God, but I haven't done any classes. So I'm humble. And, <laughs> and uh, and nobody's calling me a doctor cause that's illegal right now. So, um, yeah, I do what I can. And so I'm trying and in this way, to uh, reach students in high school, reach students in undergrad, and just give some type of guidance and some type of advice, Um, and yeah, and it it couldn't hurt, you know what I mean, so, yeah, yeah, just give my little opinion.
1: And that's very important, that's very, very important. Yeah.
0: Oh, but specific, sorry, specific to black people, I uh, realized there wasn't enough of us in medicine, and as I was applying to these medical schools and going on interviews, it's bad. It is bad. and oh, I Yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Flo and I talk about, like, I'm working in a retina clinic now. Mm-hmm. And so I see patients. And I'm like, I, I think about the patients that I see throughout the day. Majority white. And, right. like, although that is the spread of our population, that's not the spread of people who are, you know, faced with the illness. Right. So it's like, okay, why is that? And I'm talking, like, vast majority white. And mm-hmm. so not only that but it's also like um you know insurance is a a part of it but it's like why is it that you know our patients are so spread out you have such a large demographic of patients but they're only being seen by one set type of physician and like you said like like relatability if Mm -hmm. if you can't relate to your patient if i don't feel like if, if i'm going to a doctor and let's say like i have um not even like something just plain out like i have like okay this is gonna be a weird example but i don't have hands right and so this doctor is talking to me talking to me talking to me but like they can't relate like i I don't feel like you can really relate and so this is blatant to say you know find a doctor with no hands but (laughs) that was weird (laughs) y'all but all that to say like i would feel that okay better example scratch the old one one. you go (laughs) you go to a hairdresser right Right. and everybody knows like i'm not going to a hairdresser that doesn't at least understand like if i feel like you know about my hair that's one thing but like like my first choice is not going to be somebody that's like white because i don't feel like you can do my hair Right. point blank period so and i'm very passionate about my hair so who isn't passionate about their health you know what i mean so if you have a doctor who you can or even gynecologist i would rather go to a woman like yeah. i don't think a man can really empathize with me in that way yeah. thank you right. that the bare minimum so it's like with that being said <laughs> lord have mercy this episode is a mess <laughs> but with that being said like you you want somebody who can empathize with you and that's why
1: so last question, what is a piece of advice that you would give to a young person of color who is applying to medical school? I love this.
0: Um piece of advice how could So I would definitely say be organized and be organized like in a way that almost scares you. You know what I mean? I want you to be organized like to the T plan out everything. Because if you plan out everything, if you at least, and write it down, don't just put it in your head. Don't just, you know, put it, you know, on sticky notes all over the place, write it down, have one place laminate it. And then if you need to adjust, adjust, but at least have some type of skeleton that you're going with. Because a lot of people have like a plan, but they don't have like many steps to achieve like the goals that they have set on their plan. So it's like, if you at least have a physical plan use that and honestly ask for help because a lot of people have a lot of pride in this you know process Mm -hmm. they don't know who to ask but a closed mouth does not get fed and so if you if you want to (laughs) starve that's fine but me and mine we eat so (laughs) yeah that's important okay that
1: was my last question.
0: I cannot believe I said a doctor with no
1: hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I reliving mean, that. You know, you was getting your points crossed. <laughs> hey, <that> helps you <laughs> out. It helps you. <laughs> but I came <laughs> back around, and I. I'm <laughs> listeners it. for that. <laughs> we <laughs> made it. But <laughs> here we <we're> going <laughs> That's fine. So we're gonna move uh right into our what's up section for our listeners. You know what it is. It's a section where Kyla and myself get things off our chest or something happened. Uh, we want to tell y'all about it. Y'all know last episode, somebody came for me in my DMs about my eyebrows, and I reciprocated that energy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, they have not been back ever since, and I think they also unfollowed the podcast, but that's fine. Well, that's, yeah, bye. that's fine. How that's petty of friend. you to come for me and then be mad with, like, for some eyebrows, like... Right, and it was a man. Did I tell you that. I didn't tell you it was a man. Wait a minute. Yeah, sir. Right, right. Nah, it's cool. <laughs> they gone. <laughs> she said
0: I'm a find them.
1: <laughs> they gone. Um, but I digress because that was last week. But uh, so this week we are gonna let our guests uh give the topic for the little subsection. I don't
0: even think I. Oh yeah, I said Kia. I was like, did I introduce myself? I did. You Kia,
1: did did she? I don't think so. I don't Yikes! Think Just real
0: quick, double back. My name's Kia. I don't
1: think you. Uh,
0: know. My long name's Kia Tana, but I go by Kia because you know. Thanks, guys. My mama made it, but <laughs> right. And um, yeah, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at the Mache Way. It's not the Meech Way. It's the Mache Way, and everybody. M I C H E. It's French. <laughs> so uh, there's that. But um, for my wisp, I, yeah, recently, (laughs) recently this week, I just experienced rural medicine and, um, it was a little heavy there more so than, you know, in the urban setting that I'm usually in. So, uh, mainly just like older men feeling comfortable with like very risque language and like flirtatious vibes. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's, it's kind of weird because it's also like, I'm, they know I'm like legally old enough you know working and having a degree and so they feel more comfortable like basically just coming at me any kind of way and it's kind of like i've never really felt like so much of a piece of meat like it's worse than being whistled at on the street honestly because Mm -hmm. it's like here i am in a professional setting you know i am like educated and like at least able to carry myself as a respectable woman and yet you still treat me this way like i'm just a cheap young woman so yeah um, it just kind of struck me really oddly and it stuck with me all week and I kept having instances and at one point I was just like you know what this is a- I'm-, I'm sick of this and with our Kelly being so high in the media I'm just like yeah throw them all away honestly just uh, <laughs> just get a giant dumpster you know how they just like tilt it all back and yeah, then just, just like see all them. these
1: disgusting men just get like falling in there yeah, so that was my with it. and to piggyback off that I also had um, some students tell me about some instances that happened to them just like with the language there was nothing where anybody was uh touched or anything like that but i think what people fail to realize people that are committing these heinous acts
0: <laughs> make them feel bad <laughs> think about what you're doing
1: fail to realize that they're like, oh, I just said this. I didn't put like it's my harmless. hand on this person. You know, it, it's harmless. Mm-hmm. No, like, that causes just as much anguish and just as much mental stress as you putting your hands on me. And I don't think these people realize that.
0: And it's also awkward because it's like, how am I supposed to confront this situation? Yes. I'm at work, right? Yes, like, so it's like- I mean,
2: like, sometimes, especially in the workplace, it's like you have to... Just forget about your comfort and make somebody else feel comfortable mm-hmm. just to keep your job. Because you can't say what you want to do. You can't do what you want to do. <laughs> like, you have to find a way to correct it. But then, like you said, it causes, or you said, many of y'all know. said it. it. just causes <laughs> mental stress. And like, so now you got to go the rest of your day. Like, he disrespected me. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to address it the way that I wanted to. And he's just going on about his life. Or she, because it happens either way yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well no even like for male listeners yeah. like i'm sure women probably say some things and feel like they're just as justified because i'm just yeah. a woman and i'm just saying things you know what i mean yeah. but it's still not okay check yourself don't just be throwing out risque and it's different when you're a compliment is one thing but don't get right. creepy That's really weird.
1: Get creepy quick.
0: Yeah, and it happens in. in, I mean, (laughs) it happens at both of my jobs, honestly. So, you know, I work at a gym. One, so that's just, Mm -hmm. you know, odd guys go to the gym. Mm -hmm. So, it's just like okay, just both places, same thing. Yeah, we just all around trash. Okay, got it. (laughs) So, but that, yeah, that was
1: fun. I think the um, the overarching unanimous decision is check yourself.
2: How yeah. do you wreck <laughs> <Thank Skr>.
1: yourself? <laughs> that was the wreck. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah. So that's it for our what's up section. Uh let us know how you feel. If you have something like that that's happened to you, let us know what you did to correct the situation or how you handled the situation. We'd love to know. You can send it to us at the extra regular podcast I had to think about it, extra regular podcast at gmail dot com or the melanin and medicine. Yeah. Oh, two. Oh, two, zero, two, yeah. Yes, I'm listening. Oh, Thank two. you. <laughs> you know, like it's
0: girl. easy to remember. <laughs> um, cool. Did you have anything? Any other pieces? Nope.
1: That's it. for
0: listen. So I will say, um, the reason we have on, them on here is to talk about mental health and wellness and things like that. So this is nice. This is a nice little blended episode. Yeah. So this is really fun. Um, I wanted to ask you all basically different mental health tactics and things like that so we have two um professionals in this setting which is great one in education one in mental health so this is like the perfect blend um what are some mental health activities you would suggest students engage in when it comes to things like applying to medical school or any stringent application thing that forces you to reflect on yourself
2: um i would say take a break Mm -hmm. and that sounds very Probably undoable when you have so much to do and so little time. But take a break, step away from whatever it is you're doing, give yourself time to clear your mind, and just focus on something that you enjoy, and then go back. I know a lot of times you may be stuck on something, and then you take that break, go back, and it's like, why was I stuck? Let me type mm-hmm. this real. That's thing. real. Mm-hmm. So taking a break is very essential, and a lot of people don't want to do it because they don't want to get off track. Right. But in the long run, it keeps you watching mm-hmm.
0: like so you don't burn out so bad. Ooh, that's a hot word. We're definitely gonna come back to that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that was one of the first
1: thing. Well, the first things I had to was taking a break because, as we know, studies show that taking a break actually increases your focus and uh, your attention. So, in addition to taking break breaks like you talked about earlier being really organized you need to plan your breaks Mm -hmm. so okay i'm going to study two chapters and then i'm going to take a 10 minute break or i'm going to get through these many step questions on on whatever i can't remember the
0: you so thank you okay
1: um on this and then i'm going to take a break. Mm-hmm. So, make sure you plan those, because if you don't, you're not gonna take it. Let's just be real honest. Yeah. Let's just be real honest. I work with medical students, and if they don't plan it, it's not happening. Yikes. That's scary. It is. <laughs> it's scary,
0: because that'll be my life.
1: <laughs> so, make sure you're planning, planning for those breaks. And it doesn't have to be anything long or anything like that. And I will say, um, I will suggest, during your break, not getting on social media. Mm. Because, let's just be completely honest. If you give yourself a 10 minute break, 11 minutes in, you're going to keep scrolling. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you're going to see another funny video. Been there. You're going to see one of your friends somewhere and be like, Oh, I thought she said she was here or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I suggest, and this is just for me, do not get, leave Instagram alone, leave Facebook alone, leave Snapchat alone. Right. I don't know what else the kids are Twitters. on the nowadays. The Twitter. They tweet. Yes. Leave that alone.
0: Tumblr. Pinterest. Yes, Pinterest,
1: yeah. like, you Pinterest
0: is a wormhole. <laughs> three hours
1: later. That's the one
0: you're talking about. <laughs> you will scroll. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah that's make sure real. you take
1: those breaks.
0: Thank you all. And so, you said burnout. Oh, man, mm-hmm. talk about that. So, a lot of times, especially when people are studying for the MCAT, I heard you don't want to get burnt out a lot. And I kind of got annoyed because it was like, I've never, I can't really say I've ever felt burnt out undoing, like, academic things, I get annoyed with school, but I keep going, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, when it came to, like, studying for the MCAT, a lot of people was, like, you don't want to get burnt out, and I al- I almost felt like it was, like, an excuse to not push yourself at one point. Mm-hmm. So, talk about burnout, and if they do f- feel like they're getting burnout, how would they kind of, what are indications of burnout versus, like, just being over it?
2: Um, I would say lack of motivation. Okay. Um, questioning yourself um so you're applying you're applying for med school because you want to be a doctor obviously. but then you make it to the point where it's like do I really want to do this right <laughs> it's not really that deep I can do this so start questioning yourself a lot um there's physical <laughs> there's physical characteristics okay able to sleep. okay mm-hmm. um, okay overly anxious um
1: those are the Not things. being able to focus mm-hmm. is another one. Hating your whatever it is, adrenaline, <laughs> yeah. you know, just. Okay. Um, <laughs> you start punching things. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Then,
0: <laughs> when you start fighting the room, just leave. Just leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. That is good. This is really nice. So indications of burnout. This is like perfect, actually. So yes, and I feel like it was hard for me because I was like, "Am I burnt out? I don't think I'm burnt out." Like, feels forehead. Do I feel burnt out? So then I was just like, "I don't think I'm burnt out." So I'm gonna keep going. But yes these are good like these signs that would say and even when you say hating the thing you're doing yes like resentment if you start resenting your application if you somebody asks you how's your personal statement man let me tell you what that girl did like yeah. that's how you'll feel about it when you're burnt out that's a good yep, yeah, that's a good indication <laughs> yikes maybe I was burnt out and, I was you, annoyed. and you
1: may have been because like you said um, a lot of people will just keep going and keep going and they don't they don't know their limit until they reach it and so okay. you have to be mindful of again like we talked about earlier earlier of your body and if you're tired one thing that i stress and stress and stress and then stress some more <laughs> to my students or to the students is you need sleep oh man
2: please go This is my problem. That sleep when you die thing is not. It's so boozy. Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) if y'all didn't know where we were before, you know now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, go to sleep,
1: dog. Like, take a nap. Don't, and not like a little 15 minute cat nap. You need sleep, and what I see a lot in medical students is so I did my internship in, in wellness and focused on medical students. Okay.
0: I'm so, literally gonna need you all over the next four years. I just want you to know, like, I'm here. Can you check in on me just <laughs> yes, every now and then? Oh
1: just be like, go, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Are you have you a nap? Be like,
0: I haven't talked to you in like two months. How do you know? Go to sleep.
1: <laughs> but like, they don't. You know, y'all know as medical students that your body needs rest to repair like to build to grow to be healthy and y'all just will not take a freaking nap to save, literally to save your life like go to sleep Hmm? go
0: but but what if they hand out scholarships to medical school you miss it because you sleep sleep.
1: (laughs) you didn't need it anyway because they're not looking out for your well-being there you go so go to sleep
0: that's understandable. That's Somebody out. needed to hear that. that. Somebody really stopped the podcast and just like laid down right then. <laughs> they was like, this is God. <laughs> For real,
1: That's man. magic. But yeah, you'll just, you just see, like I'll see a student. And I'm talking to them. They're like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And I'm like, what time did you go to sleep? Well, unless you're like on a rotation that like if you're on call, I understand mm-hmm. that. Or you're like on a surgery rotation. Some of that stuff lasts hours. You might be in surgery for 11 hours and then go home and they gotta be back in two or three hours. Mm -hmm. Go to one of them rooms. They got rooms for y'all to sleep at hospitals. I'm here, go in there
0: and take
1: a nap. Yeah,
0: like she told (laughs) y'all, go to sleep. And so, what would you say? How many? Okay, what's a good duration to take your breaks or take your naps? You know.
1: I think it depends on and that's and again I know I stress goes it's hard you gotta schedule stuff it's hard Mm -hmm. um and it depends on your rotation honestly like you're gonna have to figure that out depending on what you're doing I Mm -hmm. know people in surgery
0: don't get a lot oh no 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 just like in general so like from undergrad to go to
1: sleep you're tired
0: would you say so you said 20 minutes is a joke would you think like an hour
1: get you an hour in okay hour, hour nap
0: 15, you know because know what what my problem, problem is i'll set the alarm wake no, up three hours later the sun's down my books are open oh, wait, so i don't i
2: wish i could take naps but i can't most of the last week i did. <laughs> but i just say go to sleep and your body up. needs it when you wake up you wake it's up, up, it's mm-hmm. up. Yeah. So i slept for three hours yeah. i just thought i was gonna sleep for no but i needed that mm-hmm. when i woke up i was refreshed did what i needed to do to yeah, pay attention
0: right, to that's patient. how you know you are tired. Yeah, when you yeah. take a nap and you can still go to bed. Yeah.
2: Pay yeah. attention
1: to your body and mm-hmm. and rest. And along with that too, something else that I had um, as far as like self-care things is watch your diet. So watch what you're mm-hmm. eating because that does play, or again, medical students, you all know that, regular listeners, you all know that. What you eat has an effect on everything. So you go get the itis, then you take a nap. Like, you know, you need to go to sleep. Eat you eat something real good and kind of healthy and go to sleep. Wake up and hop back at it.
0: True. Well, I noticed when I was um, meal prepping while I was studying for the MCAT, it was so, like, I feel like I had way more energy and just, like, Things flowed a little easier throughout my day. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I felt, like, tired, I'd eat, get more energy, and then keep going. Versus, like, if I didn't know what I was going to eat, now i got to figure out what I'm going to eat. Probably going to eat some trash. And then you're tired. So, it's just, like, when you have a set number one schedule, but also when you have, like, just some order throughout your day. Mm -hmm. Then you know, like, okay, I can do this, 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 and then I can sleep. And so, it's kind of like you have something driving your day versus... I don't know what I'm gonna do. Let me catch a nap now because I don't know when I'll get one. So,
1: and again, like just specifically for your listeners, I will say that depending on your rotation and depending on what you're on, you're gonna have to catch that sleep when you can. Um, But also know that it's really important, and don't be afraid to let your residents know. Like they know they've been through it too. Like they know you're tired, and it's gonna affect your performance. So, oh, that's stressful. Go to sleep. (laughs)
0: <laughs> go to sleep that is good <laughs> I swear somebody needs to hear that I do really but I'm not going to sleep right now so <laughs> um yeah that kind of sums it up for our tidbits did you guys have any or I'll say uh, stepping stones did you guys have anything you want to add anything
1: like that I was sleepy See the- go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> she um, I know you did ask us a little bit about holistic wellness Mm um and so do you want to touch on that i I picked that in your notes too i did i copied off your paper Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. well (laughs) um i would say holistic here i think a lot of times people think of that as i think it has like a a label for lack of better terms where people think oh i have to meditate all the time yeah. and I right have to eat grass <laughs>
1: like, yeah you know, that was like,
0: me for a second and then i like took my it's first like, bite I mean, of grass been, and i was like, like
2: hippie yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but it's really just taking care of the entire body not just physically but emotional and mental mm-hmm. as well and i think emotional health um is something that we really don't think about mm-hmm. but you have to take care of all of that all of it mm-hmm. in order to truly see Right, right.
1: They all have an an effect on each other. So like Kyla said, you have the physical, the emotional, the mental or the mind, spiritual, which again, that'll (laughs) entail that meditation and uh, yoga, all that. And then a couple of places I read talked about your social.
0: That's exactly what I was going to ask about. And I
1: think that um, it gets left out, but I think that's really, really important um, working with the students that I work now, working with other populations of students, I see the difference because with medical students, you don't have a lot of time to hang out. And sometimes they're not as socially apt as other, <laughs> as your traditional, you know, your traditional students. And, but that's okay. Like, it works for them. As long as they get out and I do it. Again, I encourage them. Go to dinner with some friends. That's another way to take a break. Schedule that break. Go to mm-hmm. dinner, or you know, call somebody that's not your parent and have a conversation. Get mm-hmm. on Facetime with somebody. You know,
0: something cute that I've implemented in 2019 was, um, and I think I started in 2018. I don't know. Um, compliment somebody Mm -hmm. check up on somebody and um pray for somebody so and just every day have somebody that you want to check up on uh and me living in another state than I did last year I had plenty of people I be like hey Mm -hmm. it's been a while how you been and they really like (laughs) they felt good about it and it was crazy I'm the type of person I can go three months not hearing from my best friend and then like Three months from now, I'm, girl, oh my goodness. Okay, so let me catch you up on everything that happened three yes. months ago. You know what I mean? But it's not like, you know, I feel some type of way. She don't feel some type of way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I I had to realize not everybody's like that. And sure. some people would be like, I ain't heard from you in two days. So I just don't exist. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, so I'm just dead. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I had to kind of be mindful of that and just kind of check up on people and, you know, praying for people because you never know what somebody's going through so even if I didn't check up on somebody I know that you know I'm doing all I can to make sure they're taken care of so yeah and then compliment somebody because it makes you feel good but that is real yeah social social wellness is definitely important so how do you feel about social media how does that fall into social wellness
2: Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I figured when I was studying for the MCAT I had to unfollow all like the Instagram models, all of the um flat tummy tea sellers okay. and you know, all the people who made me feel some type of way by myself mm-hmm. you know what I mean I didn't want to compare myself at that time I don't want to compare myself I low-key I even unfollowed like some of the um MCAT kind of people that I followed mm-hmm. and like the educational you know what I mean or the doctors that I followed because I'd see their life and I'd see like these things I'm like yikes but I this need that
1: killer that's oh, one of the yeah. things we say here
2: all the time, all the time. social media is not real like, real people, but
0: it's not real. It's not the real parts of exactly. life. Yeah. I'ma
2: post the cute selfie, but you don't know that I took 57 pictures before that. Right. And
0: I was not breathing in the one I posted. <laughs> I just, there was no air coming out.
2: Also, they want you to see. They post the right. good things. They're not gonna post the struggle. So sometimes right. it can be motivational. Like, oh my goodness, she made it from I don't know. Rags to riches. Nowhere, but yeah. she
0: don't see that, she that did. process. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. <laughs>
2: process you don't know how they got there they <laughs> may know somebody
1: you don't know right what the process mm-hmm. is. so you're thinking
2: that oh, all right we went to the same high school and now she's doing this but you
1: don't, you don't that's know the that's real that's really, really real. Don't, don't show the process but also i have a love hate relationship with social media so okay. i'm on it a lot to promote the podcast yes like, that that's that's what most of my social media entails. Like, I didn't have a Twitter before we started. Like, I had one in college, and then after, like, I didn't have to take no test no more, and TweetDeck wasn't a thing. TweetDeck, um, <laughs> Jesus. Wow,
0: that's a while ago.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I wasn't, in like, in a small town where, you know, everybody's on Twitter. And you right. Like, for what? For what? I don't I'm living my life, and I don't need to be here. Yeah. Um, but, like, for business... I'm on there and things like that, but personally, I know for me, after five o'clock on Fridays, I don't get that up is so good until Monday, and then I I still give myself time limits during the day, mm-hmm. so it's because like you can you will. Sometimes I start comparing yourself and being like, "Dang, well, she like Kyla said, she did this, and now look at her and this and other." And you don't really need that kind of shit stuff in your life. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Clean it up and then just put it right back. (laughs) Sometimes you got to look it up.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and you don't. So I say just just balance or see with caution. Okay, and it and just like even with you said i'm um, following certain people and things like that be mindful of the people that you're following and the things that you are allowing yourself to see right because that does take some it's either going to build you up or tear you down so you want to make sure
0: that is so necessary it's gonna
1: build you up more and then you seeing people or things that are gonna take you right a couple, not gonna be entertainment so you
2: know when i'm bored that's what I do Mm -hmm. but I don't get on social media before a certain time every morning Mm -hmm. um because I think it sets the tone so if I'm to log on and see some R. Kelly bullshit all day
1: all day I'm ready
2: how you the first thing you do in the morning kind of sets the tone for the day so I don't want to get on social media Mm um but honestly, sometimes I just listen to the breakfast and I don't know how much (laughs) that is right Charlamagne (laughs) is a lot but um (laughs) just limit yourself
1: there's on the iPhone there's like a mm-hmm. social media oh the timer app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. limit how much social time you have on your
2: apps. Apps. just don't yeah. get too caught up in it because it's not, it's not that's really
0: honestly fun. nice and I've struggled because I wanted to do like a social media cleanse but mm-hmm. I had the podcast so I was like that was my probably my excuse mm-hmm. but I was like how am I gonna do it if I have to use the podcast I'll just use Instagram and so I like that though just do like maybe an hour or mm-hmm. something like that I
1: mean and I, and I do think there's a way to only be on there for your business you just have to be intentional about it right so like for me most of the time um like so kyla controls our instagram and i do the twitter that's nice i do all of it flow (laughs) flow's like like, i don't know technology because it could be no it could be a lot Mm -hmm, yeah
2: it's a job it is
1: it is and so you know, know you gotta Make friends. Like, on Twitter, you got to make friends and be more social and interact. And some days, like, I don't really be wanting to talk to nobody or just... (laughs) be on Twitter at all right and I'm like well you know at least do something from the podcast Mm -hmm. or post a a previous episode and things like that so and we have things like our wellness Wednesdays that go up consistently every week so like stuff like that yeah and you know and that's just business and some days you won't see nothing from my account at Mm -hmm. all but it'll be stuff from the
0: right yeah we about to divide up the the services too because I don't tweet, I don't twit, I don't do that. <laughs> I had a Twitter like like you said an undergrad, yeah. and that's when I lived in the college town, and all my followers right. were I'm gonna see you probably around campus, right, right. and so right, and so once I like graduated, I was like okay, well I wasn't concerned with what you was talking about anyway, mm-hmm. so I'm mm-hmm. just gonna stop, and now I'm like yikes, you know social media is everything with the business, so yeah. yeah, and part of going into science, I just didn't want to have to network.
1: <laughs> that's real. So,
2: this
0: yeah, but that's good. Oh man, that was necessary.
2: Yeah, I think one more thing is environmental factors. So, your environment plays a lot on your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like some things, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it. But if you are in an environment that's not conducive to what you're doing, you're not going to be productive. That's so real. For example, um,
0: You could use, like, roommates. okay. I have a lot of clothes. Clothes. I have a lot of clothes.
2: (laughs) So, I would get overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't know where to put this shit, so I'm just going to put it here. Mm -hmm. So, I made it my business to clean out my drawers and my closet. I hadn't worn anything in a year. It's gone, so it gave me so much more space. That's (laughs) nice. And that's, like, clarity. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) So,
2: just being thoughtful or mindful of what is in your environment and how it plays an effect on you kind
1: of plays a part in your mental physical environment
0: and people environment I was going to say roommates because not everybody I was fortunate as where when I was studying for the MCAT we were all studying for the MCAT mm -hmm. so it was like you know we were all kind of on the same type Mm -hmm. of wave but if you have roommates who aren't medicine at all or aren't worried about What you're doing, basically, Mm -hmm. um, you kind of got to be vocal about what your intentions are, what you're, what you're doing. I know I'm trying to study. Yeah, for real. And um, (laughs) you you got to be mindful of your environment. If you know your roommate has clarinet lessons at her place, you know, from five to nine, uh, you gonna have to figure it out, you know, and balance, and that's your environment too. So make sure that yeah, do everything you need to Mm -hmm. to make sure your environment is conducive. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Two last things, because these is important. And
0: take your time with them. We are not in a hurry. Um, well, I'm not. I don't know if <laughs> i <talking about y'all. laughs>
1: So a not So again, like I said before, my, my internship was in wellness and I focused on medical students. Um, don't let the stigma of mental health and seeking help for your mental health stop you from seeking help for your mental mm-hmm. health. That's real. Um, I, I looked at so many studies and so many statistics about medical students who knew that they needed to see a counselor or a therapist or something like that. But because as a, as a medical professional, there's this stigma that you're supposed to be perfect and you're right. to have it all together. And I got to worry about what my classmates are going to think if they know that I'm going to see our wellness counselor or, mm-hmm. or a therapist. Um, they don't do it. And that just ends up being really shitty for them. You know, right. The so... Don't be afraid to do that. Um, and the other thing that I want to tie into that is, you don't have to go. See if you if that is just like, oh my god, no, I'm not gonna go see no therapist. I'm not gonna go talk to this wellness this wellness <laughs> coordinator because her office is in the middle and people gonna see me going in there, right? Um, which a lot of schools need to work on that but that's
0: another, Some other that's another tangent, tangent.
1: <laughs> um because <there> confidentiality
0: has <laughs> gone at that point
1: <laughs> like, did i just see you coming at it there's
0: like, a bell it's what? like ding ding <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> <Welcome>. <laughs>
1: um, so if you if you see yourself or if you're in that type of position there are other avenues to use like Talkspace and other things like Talkspace, that yeah. um, where you know you can just talk to them from your phone I know our school uses some program that I cannot think of right now but um, it's through the school and the students don't have to pay for it so they can just most of those
0: resources are free though they are which is also like I feel like you should almost go as a preventative thing yeah like you should definitely just visit the wellness center because it's free and why not I know it you my... pay
1: for it anyway with your right. tuition talk about extra... it them extra shit fees that's what that is like
0: (laughs) yeah the apples and oranges fees that (laughs) they be tacking on into yeah
1: go utilize those resources um because they they are for you and those people know what they're doing so Mm -hmm. and they want to talk to you because don't nobody come in there (laughs)
0: like (laughs) We'll let them know. come on <laughs> That's really true, come on. and you never know when you might need them, and so it's right. nice to have a baseline. It's nice yeah, to have a rapport with right, and they can actually help you. they can help you in a way that they know enough about you to be like, well, from this conversation, you know, I picked a right. pull from this, but yeah,
1: so yeah don't be afraid to use talk space, and just to go back to uh like the meditation type thing, just like something quick that you could do during a break. um I use headspace and so
0: what I, is this an app or a it's phone? an app so okay.
1: Headspace is an app um, which they're not paying us for this promotion but
0: uh, sponsors. sponsors this is how you start come
1: on come on Headspace mm-hmm. um, no but it has different types of meditations on it that you can do, really and then you can pick the duration of mm-hmm. how long you want it so if you want to if you're just so stressed out and you finna throw your computer out the window. you know, Right. Been pull, there. pull the app up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Save the computer. Yeah. Step away. <laughs> you know, go lay on your bed, lay on the floor, get your yoga mat out, and, you know, take yourself through that that guided uh, meditation. So That's nice. Um, that's just something quick you can do if you need to step away from life. Yes.
0: that is good well thank you ladies i feel refreshed talking about this honestly like this was a good episode i'm so excited really wish i hadn't said anything about somebody without hands (laughs) but you know we love everybody so (laughs) it happens she She grew them in in a later segment And um yeah, you can follow us or um Melanin Medicine on um Instagram at MelaninPeriod N I N period Medicine. Um, and it's me and Flo cheesing in our grown little outfits and we're excited. Um and we have new pictures for you guys from Colorado, so all of our promo is real cute now. And we got real clothes on. And um, (laughs) you can also email us, like I said, at melaninandmedicine02 at gmail.com if you have any questions, experiences, if you want to rant about something that happened in school or classes. Um, If you want us to celebrate a a test you had, anything, let us know. Um, We would be so happy to celebrate that with you. If you need any resources, anything, email us, ask. Um, That's all I got. You got anything else?
1: You can follow us on all social media at the extra regular that is at t-h-e-e-x-t-r-a-r-e-g-u-l-a-r that is on the twitter and on the instagram you can also find us along with other great ass black ass ass, (laughs) podcasts on the breaksmedianetwork.com and you can send us an email to extra regular podcast at gmail.com don't forget
0: to leave those five star ratings on the Apple Podcast. Uh, that's it. Yikes, yeah, I forgot we got that too, y'all. Yes. <laughs> and if y'all email them from Melanin Medicine, our listeners, and you don't email us, I'm going to feel away. And they'll tell me. And I'm going a, I'm to a talk about you. Not not on here, but to myself. I'm be like, wow, that shade. That's so,
1: cool. <laughs> I see I, how they do it.
0: I peep. So, but thank you so much ladies. I'm so excited for this episode. Oh, well, me too. I'm yeah. so excited.
1: So, uh yeah, y'all have a good week and bye. bye.